Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. This episode of Markets Daily is sponsored by CME Group. It's Thursday, October 5th, 2023, and this is Markets Daily from Coindesk. My name is Noel Acheson, Coindesk collaborator and author of the Crypto is Macro Now newsletter on Substack. On today's show, we're talking about the market reset, crypto funding, the oil price, and more. So you don't miss an episode, be sure to follow the podcast on your platform of choice. Just a reminder, Coindesk is a news source and does not provide investment advice. Now, a markets roundup. Crypto seems to be on the move again. After gently climbing most of yesterday, Bitcoin started out indecisive today, first heading down and then turning around. Things got more heated as the US market woke up, however. Early this morning, Bitcoin jumped on no clear catalyst, almost hitting $28,000 again. According to Coindesk Indices, at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, Bitcoin was up almost 2% over the past 24 hours, trading at $27,943. Ether was up three-tenths of a percent, trading at $1,640. Reported exchange data is starting to show an uptick in spot trading volumes. On a seven-day moving average, however, volumes are still lower than in August. And according to crypto market data provider Kaiko, liquidity has not yet improved. In this case, liquidity is measured by market depth, which is the ability of the market to absorb large orders without moving the price. Moving on to signals in the macro market, yesterday we got the latest data from the ISM Services Report. ISM stands for the Institute of Supply Management, which conducts a monthly survey of purchasing managers in more than 15 non-manufacturing industries. You may recall that on Monday, the ISM Manufacturing Report came in better than expected. The services data we got yesterday covers a much broader segment of the economy, Manufacturing, after all, only accounts for around 12% of activity in the US. The services data is telling a different story. The manufacturing data showed a slowing contraction, which is good news. The services data shows a slowing expansion, which is not so good. This could be behind the lower-than-expected private company employment increase we talked about yesterday. Month-to-month -month private employment data, however, tends to be noisy, a more significant figure will be the official rate of unemployment out tomorrow. Consensus forecasts are pointing to a slight decrease from August's 
In traditional assets, the tension of the past few days took a welcome breather yesterday. Bond deals corrected, with the US 10-year back down to just above 4.7%. This is still high, but it's not quite as alarming as the 4.9% we almost saw earlier this week. This move down helped US stock indices to recover yesterday. Nasdaq led the way with a gain of over 1.3%, with the S&P 500 up 8 tenths of a percent and the Dow Jones up 4 tenths. Today looks more somber, however, although US yields continue to trend lower, all US indices opened down. It looks like yesterday's breather was just that, a breather rather than a recovery. Economic data is still sending mixed signals, and investors are nervous. Unusually, European stocks seem to be shrugging off their US counterparts' gloom today, with most main indices rising, led by the FTSE 100, which is up over 8 tenths of a percent. The drop in US yields has curbed the rise of the US dollar, which is helping the value of the euro and the British pound. In Asia, Japanese equities also bounced, with the Nikkei index up 1.8% today. The yen continues to move away from the rather scary mark of 150 to the dollar. China continues to be closed for the National Day holiday. In commodities, things were really moving yesterday. One of the biggest changes in markets was the sharp drop in oil prices. The Brent crude benchmark dropped around 5.6%, its steepest one-day fall in over a year. This came as traders took profits, some of the speculative froth was deflated, and concern mounted about a global economic slowdown dampening oil demand. Also, yesterday's weekly report from the US Energy Information Administration detailed a higher-than-expected buildup in gasoline inventories. The accumulated stock is now above average for the season, which takes some expected buying off the table. Gold is recovering slightly from a seven-month low as the dollar eases. Earlier today, gold was trading at $1,820 per ounce. Stay with us. Next, we're going to talk about crypto funding, and I want to mention a feature of Bitcoin and other crypto assets that is relevant given the recent oil price move. CME Group cryptocurrency futures and options provide market-leading liquidity for Bitcoin and Ether trading. These cash-settled contracts give full exposure to crypto performance without the hassle of holding the physical position. No digital wallet? No problem. Trade nearly 24-7 in a transparent CFTC-regulated market. Visit cmegroup.com crypto to learn more. This communication is not directed to investors of any specific jurisdiction or to recipients based in jurisdictions in which distribution is not permitted. It cannot be considered investment advice or results of market experience. Past results are not indicative of future performance. Trading derivatives products involves the risk of loss. Please consider it carefully. Full disclaimer included in show notes. Welcome back. According to a report just out from blockchain intelligence platform Masari, the crypto winter continues to hit fundraising. In Q3, total funds raised by crypto startups fell to the lowest level since late 2020. Both the total amount raised and the number of deals dropped. New investments were largely concentrated in early-stage projects and infrastructure investments rather than user-facing applications. However, so far in Q4, we're starting to see some encouraging news, just not necessarily for US-based startups. Yesterday, we learned that blockchain-focused venture capital firm CMCC Global 
has raised $100 million for a new fund that will invest in Hong Kong-based Web3 companies. It's not enough to confirm that Q4 will be better than Q3, but it's a start. Now, on to a less tangible topic. In the markets section, I talked about the move down in the oil price, with most benchmarks seeing their steepest drop in over a year. This suggests that there was a fair amount of speculative froth in the market, but what is interesting here is a fundamental force of oil markets and how that compares to the Bitcoin market. There's a saying oil analysts often use which goes like this, the best cure for a high oil price is a high oil price. It suggests that when oil prices rise, consumers look for alternatives or reduce consumption, which dampens demand. Also, when oil prices rise, producers are tempted to produce more in order to make more profits. If supply increases, the price is likely to fall unless demand increases by the same amount. The price of oil impacts its supply. The same could be said of just about any other commodity. With gold, if the price shoots up to, I don't know, let's say $100,000 an ounce, new types of mining will become economical. The overall potential supply of gold will increase. Again, unless demand keeps pace, the price will drop. Note that I'm not saying that gold will get up that high. I'm just using big round numbers to make a point. With Bitcoin, the price will never impact the supply. Whether Bitcoin is at $100,000 or at $10,000, its supply schedule is the same. Nothing can change this. On that philosophical note, that's it for today's show. For more crypto podcasts, check out the Coindesk Podcast Network. You can reach us at podcasts at coindesk.com, follow us, and if you like the show, please leave us a five-star rating on whatever platform you're listening to us on. Markets Daily is produced and edited by Eleanor Paul, with executive production by Jared Schwartz. I'm Noel Atchison for Coindesk. We're back tomorrow with more market news and insights.